Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back to the second hour of the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. Dawn will be back with us next week, and Mike is here today. We've got a question for you. We're opening the phone lines as we head towards a beautiful, beautiful sun-filled weekend. I don't know if the sun's going to be around all weekend, but it's out now, and that's all I care about. Opening the phone lines for your question, not weather-related. What? It's very easy, you guys. This is a very easy question. What is the best food to order for takeout. 651-641-1071. You can also send an email or you could send a tweet. It's fine. The best food to order for takeout. Now, Mike, I I uh, will, if you've got to jump to phones, that's yeah, fine. fine. But in the meantime, do you have an easy answer to this question? I think the easy answer, it's all about what can survive, what has longevity in containers or what like over time is still going to be good, even if it has to sit and be delivered to you yeah. or or taken out and, and waited to be late, ate later. So the uh, Americanized version of Chinese food, I think, has to be towards the top of that list. Oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I think um, it always holds up. Yeah. It makes for great takeout, right? Mm-hmm. And there are just some, to your point, it really is about like what, and it's fascinating to me, and I don't know if you had this experience during the uh, lockdown portion of the pandemic, where you tried a lot of different things for takeout that maybe you'd never done before. And yep. you realize very quickly, like, oh, that doesn't take out very well. Or if it does, you need to, like, be picking it up immediately and running it back to your house. Like, you cannot wait, right? Yeah. I think of French fries, for example. Sure. French fries are, like, the worst takeout food ever. Burgers actually do pretty well. Mm-hmm. Depending on like what kind of burger, but like fries or any kind of like fried, flash fried food, deep fried food, I don't feel like it's going to hold up. And we actually did a, uh, we catered for uh, New Year's Eve and had a bunch of tacos catered. Now, the one key is they are very smart in what they do. They keep everything separated. You got to keep it separated. They keep it all apart from each other. Because if you create tacos or taco like dishes and put it all together, then put it in a styrofoam container, then send it out, it is going to be a disaster by the time it gets home. Yeah, because it's going to be one big soggy mess. Exactly. So you had the hot items in a little side, you had the other uh, cold items in another side, and then you had the uh, tacos. Taco shells or the and tortillas separately, and you assemble it yourself. That's I, the key. Can I ask where you did your taco delivery from? Yeah, that this was, was for, the, um, for your family's Christmas holiday. No, this was actually for uh, New Year's oh, New Eve. Year's, New Year's, it New Year's. was in Woodbury, Acapulco. I think was the name of the place. Okay, I and think so. Did you like it? It was very good. Okay, good. All right, I'm always looking for a good Mexican restaurant experience. Yeah, yeah. It looks like there are Acapulco They've restaurants. Around, restaurants. Yeah. I just said restaurants. <laughs> I think it's restaurante. Yeah, yeah. No, I think um, 
Uh, but it looks like they are all over yeah. the Twin Cities. And it was delicious. And it was we were not the only ones that had that idea, because as I was uh, picking it up for my buddy, everybody else, there was a line of uh, catered uh, taco assembly items there ready to be picked up for people. So. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. I will say there is a wonderful, uh, there's a place called uh, Ambergesa El Gordo, okay. and they have multiple locations throughout the Twin Cities, and they do a taco box that is quite good as nice. well. Okay. There's you. Some of it is already assembled, but it. I will say, like, oh man, it's just so good. If you're just joining us, six five one six four one one zero seven one. You want to join the conversation? We're talking about the food that handles the best for takeout. So far, we've talked about um, American Chinese food or just Chinese food takeout uh, in general, as well as uh, Mike's taco experience. It looks like we've got Stephanie on the line. Should we find out what Stephanie? Let's do it. Has to say, hey, Stephanie, what does well for takeout? Hey. So we live out in the boonies in northwest, northwest of the metro, so we don't get takeout. Oh. Uh, we, we don't get delivery because you're too far. We're on three acres. So anyway, you're talking about French fries not being the best takeout. Have you ever, because they don't reheat well, air fry. Oh. The next yeah. day, toss them in the air fryer for a few minutes. They are just almost 90% as good as when you got them fresh. Really? Okay, that's good to know. You know what, Stephanie? I'm one of those weird people who doesn't have an air fryer. What? I know. I know. I keep getting looks from people whenever I tell them that, but it's, um, I, for whatever reason, have just not had an air fryer, so now you're making me want to get one. Well, and pizza, too, because when you microwave pizza the next day, it gets all limp and soggy. Air fry it. A couple minutes. State the fair time is crunchy again. State fair time. You put one of those sweet Martha's cookies back in the air fryer. Oh, fire it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Look yep. at you guys mm-hmm. just giving the air fryer tips. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm going to have to it put was, that on my list. It was It was worth me calling in. I couldn't just message the studio. No, this was worth no. a call. It is. If you don't have an air fryer, listeners, get one. All Absolutely. right. Take it from Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Get Thank that air fryer. You. All right, give us a call if you've got other thoughts on takeout or you know air fryer tips. I'm here for that. Can I just tell you I have a I had a little bit of I I have a little bit of a problem with the air fryer thing. Okay. And here's what I keep here's the thing that keeps me from buying one. A, I'm an instant uh, instant pot person. Sure. Yep. And um so that takes up a lot of room. So I'm like, do I really need a, another big thing? Also, I roast a ton of stuff in the oven. Mm-hmm. And the amounts that I cook, because I do a lot of food prep and things, I don't really, like, I like my oven. Yeah. But I see, increasingly, I'm seeing the value in reheating. Because, for example, I roast a chick, I roast two chickens every Sunday. Okay. Monday, we always have leftover roast chicken. I have had to come up with a way of like, I, I put it on in a cast iron skillet to reheat it and get it crispy because sure. I hate putting it in the microwave and then it just gets wet and limp. Yep. Right. Yep. But the more you're talking about the air fryer, I feel like that would be an easier way than like firing up the cast iron, waiting it for it to get super hot, hoping it doesn't burn. The air fryer might actually be a really good because then I don't have to fire up the full oven. Yeah, and they got some big the ones we one we have right now. We actually have two of them now after the holiday, but there's one that actually is set for you can actually put a rotisserie chicken in it, and a you can also put like a chicken? pizza in it. Yeah, it's okay. insane. That's one I actually a just, pizza you can put a pizza. In I it? just got that one from my father. We haven't quite uh, you know yeah. kicked the dust off of that one. He figured it all out and worked that yeah. through. Yeah, next. yeah, but the other one we have is I mean it's huge. I don't remember how many quarts it is, but it's massive. So you can get a lot of stuff in there. Okay, so 
I just had an instant pot crap out. I had two. Okay. And one, like, literally almost, I thought I was going to die because the gasket popped and I thought the lid was going to go flying off into the ceiling. Thank God it didn't. Uh, And everybody was okay. But I was like, I think this instant pot is done. And to be fair, I've used that thing like many times a week for years. So it's gotten a fair amount of use, but I thought, am I going to buy another instant pot? I really don't need to, even though it's nice to have to, because you can do multiple things. Maybe I'll replace that one with an air fryer. Let's go to Chris. I don't know if she wants to talk about air fryers or delivery food, but whatever it is, Chris, I want to hear it. (laughs) Well, I haven't gotten an air fryer yet either, but I do have a microwave slash convection oven. Okay, tell me about it. I, I, we have worn out, I bet we've ordered three or four of those units in the 20 years that we've lived here. Yeah. Because I use it every day. And I think that that air fryer is the same thing as the convection oven. Okay, yeah, no, it sounds like it, right? Like it's just blowing hot air over your food. So it sounds like it's probably doing the same thing. And that's, that's where I warm up my leftover pizza, chicken, anything that I wouldn't want to put in the microwave. I want it crispy, so I put it in that convection oven. Okay. All right, Chris. Thank you. Do you know what's the brand name of your convection oven? Well, the one that I have right now is a GE. Uh, All right. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. If you guys are just joining us, and I think we're going to keep the conversation going. So, Mike, feel free to continue to take those calls over there because I think the phone lights are lighting up and uh, we can just continue to take your calls when we come back. Um, Mike, do you think they'll be okay holding through the break? Yeah, I think so. All right. If you guys want uh, are on the line, please hold. Uh, and when we come back, we'll continue finding out exactly. <laughs> Are they air fryer question or thoughts? There are, there's some hot air fryer slash uh, Instapot takes that okay. are happening on the phone lines right now. All right. So. I am all for them. Yes. Please stay on the lines and continue to call us with your air fryer Instant Pot <laughs> feels when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Hero. When you're good at your job, People are happy to leave you reviews online. And my friends at Hero do such great work. People leave them glowing reviews all the time. You can check out their 9,000 plus reviews on Google. There's a bunch more on Facebook and, well, really everywhere else you look. That is a lot of happy customers across the Twin Cities. You're going to experience the world-class service you only get from Hero simply by calling Hero.com. Head to callhero.com today, whether it's heating, cooling, plumbing, air ducts, electrical, you name it. We've had um, our pipes unclogged by Hero. We've had our electrical problems dealt with by Hero. We've had our furnace tuned up. We had our air conditioner fixed. I'm telling you, each and every time, Jamie sends me a text after they leave the house and says, where do they get these people? They're so good at what they do. Call the professionals at Hero, whatever ails your home, and don't take our word for it. Read those reviews. Call Hero.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. Everybody loves Air fryer? Yay or nay? Hey, look, I didn't know that's where we were going, but it ended up being um, a hot button issue. Got the phones ringing here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. Happy Friday. Dawn will be back with us next week. Mike is here. And Mike, you have been manning the phones in and through the break. 
Uh, people have some strong opinions about their air fryers. We hit the hot button topics. I mean, we are all over where the drama is, and apparently it Look, is between air fryers and Instapots. I'm I'm all for it because I have still yet to procure one, and okay. I am ready and willing to listen to people's uh, hot takes. No? Okay. Who should we go to first? Betsy, I think? Let's go with Betsy, yeah. All right. Betsy's got feels. Betsy, what say thee? So I was going to let you know, there is an Instant Pot that's a two-in-one that has an air fryer as well. And? Do you like it? And it's wonderful. I love it. It doesn't take up space because it's one unit. Um, The air fryer isn't the biggest size air fryer you can get but for our family it's perfect to throw things in quick reheat make a quick meal for my kids i love it all right yeah that was the question i was going to ask you betsy because the previous caller actually called in and said she didn't like it because and her biggest uh, issue was that it was so small oh okay could you understand how somebody could think the air fryer isn't huge but it works for our family and like i said i'm not taking up too big appliances exactly. on our counter. Exactly. All right, Betsy, thank you. I'm adding it to the list. I, I know I've seen, because, you know, I'm a huge Instant Potter. I yeah. was an early adopter with that thing. I love my Instant Pot. Don't even get me started. Um, but I have been hesitant to buy something like that. Do you know, I usually go, I don't know about you, Mike, if uh, you like kitchen appliances mm-hmm. or you like, I want to know, like, is this thing going to work? Am I not going to use it? And so a lot of times I'll turn to America's Test America's Kitchen. America's Test Kitchen, yes. They, I'm telling you, whatever advice they're t- they have, it is the best advice. Every appliance or kitchen gadget that I have looked for and they have recommended, I have been super satisfied with. I've been recently introduced to them because my fiance, her dad, is obsessed with America's Test Kitchen. Yeah. Like he's every single recipe he does, he looks and goes through all the details, everything they've done. Yeah. And they've done it hundreds and hundreds of times. Exactly. They figured out the perfect Science. way of doing it. So it's fascinating. Let's go to Karen. Karen's on the line. Uh she's got feelings about the air fryer. Karen, thanks for holding and being so patient. What did you want to say? I I have a Hamilton Beach air fryer okay and it's toaster oven style it bakes it toasts it broils it's perfect so you love it i love it matter of fact i have two of them one at home and one at my camper oh okay i have to drag it back and forth that's smart what's your favorite thing to put in it uh well my son uses it all the time for chicken nuggets french fries and pizza oh sure I, I've cooked pork chops in it. I've cooked chicken breasts in it. Oh, okay. So it's like super versatile and it's big enough that you can get a pizza in there? Yes, a full-size pizza. Oh, wow. Okay, Karen. And that was the Hamilton Beach? Yes. And that's a toaster oven. Or is it a toaster oven? No, it's actually an air fryer, but it's, you know, it, it's shaped more like a toaster oven. Got it. Got it. All right, Karen. Thank you. Have a good yeah, weekend, sweetie. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, girl, you got to get the, get that thing out of the closet and use it. You'll be so grateful. You can cook rice. You can make broth. You can cook a chicken, whatever you want. I'll have to give it a try. Thanks. Good luck getting an air fryer. Thank you, sweetie. Have a good weekend. All right. Let's go to Jolene. She's also been patiently waiting to get her air fryer feels out. Jolene. Hi, Bradley. It's Kimmy's friend. Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. I have air fryer feels. Please feel all over your air fryer. What do I need to know? Okay. So you need to know specific things that you might eat, which I don't know if you eat bacon or not. Oh, God. Bacon in the air Are you fryer, kidding game me? Changer. I, so, game changer. Okay, what do you love about it? Just get super crispy? Um, I don't have to put it in the oven, turn oh, it on, wait. Duh, yeah. you can, what I realized, too, is that you can put um, tinfoil in air fryers in most of them, too, so easier cleanup, um, as well as bacon, you know, jalapeno poppers, I'll cook burgers in there, grilled cheese. You know, I'm a mom. So like the lady before me said, um, corn dogs, all the freezer stuff too. Oh my God. I love it, Julian. That's, I, I love the bacon thing because then, you know, I feel like it's not going to smell up uh, the house as much because it's not splattering yeah. everywhere. And it's faster than waiting for the oven. Yeah, for sure. And cleanup, it sounds like is a dream. Jolene, thank you for calling. Bye, Bradley. Have a wonderful weekend. All right, let's go to Annie. I do. Do you do you have? Have you done bacon in the air fryer? I've life? never done that. No, actually, I've never. It just sounds like a brilliant that. idea. Yeah. Let's go to Annie and find out what she has to say. Annie, what did you want to share with us? So I love love my air fryer, and I had the traditional one that was like the little egg. Yeah, but they ended up getting a new wave oven, which is as as seen on TV. You know, those late night commercials. Of course. But it literally will use as an air fryer, but I can roast a chicken in it. It acts as a toaster oven. It acts as a hair, a, a, like an air fryer. And it's really small. I can, it's super small. And I can roast a whole chicken in it. Oh my God. A whole chicken. And it gets like, does it get crispy? It gets crispy on the outside. And, you know, and another fun thing that you want to do with your air fryers is hard boiled eggs. I do a dozen hard boiled eggs every week. In the, the air, air fryer? Yep. How you do just you put do it that? in there for like 15 minutes and it's done. And they're consistent every time, which is the key because then the shells come off. Oh my God. I have never heard of such a thing. You know, I put them in the instant pot and I will tell you two minutes. That's all you need. And uh, like quick release. And um, they're super easy. But I did not know that that actually sells the uh, air fryer idea for yeah, me. Yeah. Because... We might have to do some swapping because I do have an instant pot. Yeah. Never use it. I'm too afraid of it. No, do not be afraid. It is it is going to be your best friend because you can literally, I, I don't, like, you can make pulled pork in, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, see that? Okay, I'll yeah. take you. You try the air fryer, all I'll right. try the Instapot. It's a deal, Annie. <laughs> right, have a good on. weekend. Thank you all for calling in. My friend Kim, girl, if you're listening, we don't have time, honey, because we got to go uh, on to another segment, but my friend Kim who Jolene just mentioned, she called it or she texted and said, do you want me to call in about my first air fryer? Because I know she loves her. They 
get lots of use out of their air fryer too. My okay. mom is not an air fryer person, but she's like toaster oven queen. Yeah. She's like, I love my toaster oven. I can do everything in it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know, this weekend I'm going to have to start The only key around. is you got to have a couple of them or something else because if you're doing veggies and a protein, you got to have one for each. That's, oh. the, that's the one issue. So okay. Otherwise, you have to make one and then wait 10 minutes to make the other one. So oh, sure. Well, or maybe we have you two. just have to make a nice side salad. There you go. That would so you don't have well. to do it. Uh, thank you all for calling in, Kim. Thank you for texting, sweetie. When we come back, I want to know uh, what you're watching. We'll tell you what we're watching when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. Hey, my talkers, it's... I was just trying to see which uh, air fryer America's Test Kitchen recommended. Okay. I couldn't find it yet, so I'm going to have to do that in the break. You guys were so helpful. (laughs) Wetting my appetite for an air fryer. Jamie's going to get mad because he's, you know, we don't need any more crap in the kitchen. (laughs) But I really want an air fryer now. Okay. We're not talking about air fryers, but we are. Welcome back to the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. Dawn will be back with us next week. Mike is here. Mike, um, it's actually, we're going to turn from food to my other favorite thing. Sure. And I think yours as well. uh, TV. Yes. What are we watching? So feel free to join the conversation, you guys. This is just like get to know your listeners hour. Here on the Bradley and uh, Dawn adventure. 651-641-1071. Uh, feel free to let us know what you're watching, or if you've got an air fryer tip, feel free. I mean, I'm not going to say no, uh, Mike. Okay, is there anything that you uh, have just watched, Mike, that you want to w- tell us about? Yeah, we're in the middle of uh, The Sopranos for the first time. Maybe you've oh, heard wow. of it. It's a couple of uh, years you know, old. I've never watched <laughs> it. Oh, really? So okay. You haven't either. No, I have not. So we uh, we got HBO Max because we wanted to watch the uh, you know the Game of the Game of Thrones series and then yeah. obviously all the yeah, new yeah. ones and and uh, house of the dragon and so we got it and we're like wow we have to start knocking off some of these iconic series Good. off of our list and? and so we got in sopranos we are middle of season four and yeah it's it's as advertised it's you incredible love it? we do we okay. absolutely love it it's a fun yeah fun journey all right so mike is watching yeah. sopranos um we'll find out what you guys are watching or what you're eating if you've got uh air fryer thoughts i don't care you guys we can go we can talk about whatever you want here's the thing i was going to tell you I think it's interesting because now in the age of streaming, you can really choose to watch kind of whatever you want, things that are totally out of date. And um, but but that there's some fun in that. I have not watched Sopranos. I would love to go back and do that. But there's so many other things. We just finished watching a show. Um, 
a Christmas special. So there's a like if you love mysteries there and if you love British mysteries in particular, there's a show called Death in Paradise. I know I've talked about it before. You do. You can only watch it on BritBox, which is a separate streaming service. But if you love British television, it's a great streaming service. It's called BritBox. Death in Paradise. There's like 10 plus seasons and uh, they just came out with a new Christmas special. So uh, we just finished watching that. And now. We're trying to figure out what series to watch next. We have one episode left of uh, Dead to Me, which is a wonderful show, and I can't recommend that one highly enough. So if you've never seen Dead to Me, put that on your list. We've also got people calling in with the things that they're watching, uh, or maybe they got air fryer feels. We're going to find out. Let's go to Diane. Diane is on the line. Hey, Diane, what did you want to share? Hi, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Oh, always. Well, I listen to you every single day because I work. I clean homes, and that's what I do. I listen to you guys every day, all day. Well, we appreciate it terribly, <laughs> Diane. Thank you. Um, I was excited. I Last night, there was, like, nothing to watch. So I went into my list, and I saw that I'd missed a couple episodes of Big Sky. Oh, okay. Did you like that? ABC. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I watched the last two episodes from the last the last time they were on and then January 4th started the new season again. Okay. So I watched the the last two and then the first one of this season. Oh my gosh, that's good. Okay. All right. And it's ABC. It's no streaming. That's crazy. I had that was not on my radar, so I'm glad to know it. And how many seasons do I have to catch up with? Um gosh, there's Okay, so it's not too bad. No, it's not too bad, right. but it's 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 it started out kind of like yeah, this is good. Yeah. As it got into it, it got really good. All right, Diane, I'm it putting got really, 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 really good. That's good to know. Thank you, Diane. We'll put it on the list. And thanks for oh. calling. And thanks for listening. Let's go to Sandy. Sandy's on the line. Let's find out what Sandy wants to share. Hey, Sandy. Sandy. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. What did you want to share with us today? Something you're watching? That and my view on the uh, air fryer. Please. Um, I hate it. I burn everything <laughs> in it, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested. In it. It's my mom, and every time I use it, we have burnt offering so sandy what is going wrong like what's going on honey maybe watch a youtube video or something i don't know why are you burning everything well it, you can't adjust the temperature and that's what people tell me to do so i try that but i <laughs> i'm really a good cook i just hate that thing <laughs> all right well uh we're not going to go to sandy for advice on air fryers but i do want to know no. what you're watching Okay, now this just blew me away. I heard Lori and Julia talk about it one day, and then my friend texted me to watch it, so I finally did. I just finished it last night. It's on Netflix. It's Wednesday. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's good. It's surprisingly good, so yeah, I've heard, I recommend that. I've heard great things, and uh, Mike just told us earlier in the show that the uh, second season has been, uh, or the the show has been renewed for a second season, so that'll that'll come sometime next year. Oh, I was wondering about that. Oh, good, good to know. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Sandy. Thanks for calling in, and better luck with your air fryer, sweetie. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Don't burn anything. Um, let's talk to Don. If you guys are just joining us, we're talking about, you know, our favorite things, TV and food. So you can tell us what you're watching or what you're burning in your air fryer. Let's find out what Don wants to share. Hey, Don. Hey, so I'm usually like the crime drama person. Um, I am a killer on Netflix is really good because I think it does a good job of, of explaining the situation and how ne- not a lot of murders are black and white. You know what I mean? Like there's sure. a battered woman and yeah. a guy who's got PTSD from the military. So there's, that's a good show. But the other day I thought I would take one for the team and watch Madoff with my husband. Not usually something that would be on my wheelhouse. It was amazing. If you guys have not watched it yet, you need to because it really explains in detail, you know, the stock market and how he was able to get what he did for as long as he did, but also how much the government was culpable, without a doubt. Okay. I mean, just crazy good. I love that. I've not heard about Madoff. Where is it? Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix, and I think it's like four, uh, four like hour-long um, pieces, and it's part documentary. They have um, quite a few people who worked for him. Um, that explain kind of what they saw and what have you. And then there's a little bit of, you know, kind of flashback with actors or what have you, but um, really well done. And I, I didn't think I could ever understand the stock market or um, trading or anything. It's not my wheelhouse, but it was it was really well done. And if I can figure it out, anybody else can. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, Don. Thanks for the tip. Uh, again, that's Madoff, and it looks like on Netflix, Madoff, the monster yep. of Wall Street. Okay. I love series like that where it's just a nice four episodes and then you can be done. Yes, just move on from it. Have you seen that? I've not seen it, no. And the other show that we actually just finished up was The Patient, and that was one I think it's been on Hulu for a while. What is that about? So it was Steve Carell, and then it was actually, and he got mad when people were mispronouncing his name, but I believe it's Dom... Domnall Gleason. He is okay. the son of um, uh, I can't remember his dad's name, but he was just on. Um, he was in uh, the uh, Irish. Uh, wow, can you come up with that name right Banshees now? Banshees of Inisherin. Exactly. Okay. His dad was in that one. He's uh, plays opposite of Steve Carell. He's a serial killer who's going into therapy and i'm not spoiling anything because you find this out in the first episode but then he abducts steve carell his um therapist and uh it's fascinating but what i love about it is normally in those dramas and those crime and mysteries they're long and this one's 32 ish minutes 35 minutes it's very digestible and in eight episodes and you're on to the next something like that all right good to know it was pretty good i liked it fabulous um let's go to mark mark's gonna have the last word hey mark what are you watching Hey, I can't remember if you guys have talked about this before, but it, when you said Death in Paradise reminded me of Midsummer Murders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have it's not talked about that. But do you, Fantastic. I have not watched that show. What do you love about it? Um, it's just this beautiful, picturesque, you know, English countryside, and then people are getting murdered every single episode <laughs> in bizarre, great ways. Um a lot of stars before they were popular. I think the very first episode, uh, you have um, oh, crud, uh, Katy Perry's boyfriend. Oh, uh, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom's in the very first episode. Your Henry Cavill is in an episode. Oh, okay. Um, it's it's just really well done, and I think like twenty one very short seasons. I'm almost watched the whole series. That's good to know. And is that on BritBox as well? Or? I think it's on BritBox. I watch it on Pluto. 
Oh, okay, which means you don't have to pay for it. No, nope, it's free. free. I love this, Mark. This sounds kind of, it reminds me of uh, Death in Paradise, where like every week there's a murder, and you're like, at what point are we going to acknowledge that you don't want to go anywhere near these people because somebody's about to die, right? But yeah, you don't yeah. care. You don't care. You look forward to it every week. <laughs> Mark, thank you so much for calling and sharing with us Midsummer Murders. That's a great one I'm going to put on the list. Um, if you guys are just joining us, we were talking about some favorite TV and uh, stuff we're watching, as well as uh, some air fryer favorites. Do you get into like mystery stuff at all? Yeah, or- definitely. And the new Knives Out stuff, which is amazing. Actually, and that's kind of the part of Wednesday when we were explaining about it. There's a fun kind of whodunit mystery all tied into Wednesday as well. And that's what makes that one really fascinating. But I'm really excited for um, Ryan Johnson, the guy behind Knives Out, behind yeah. Glass Onion. He's got Poker Face coming out, which we've talked about a bunch. But I'm excited I'm, for that. Yeah, Natasha Leone is amazing. And that's self-contained. And it's It's going to be fun how each episode plays out. All right. From uh, TV, we're now going to talk about, well, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Somebody who's... I just... Uh, look, Alec Baldwin, we haven't talked about him in a while. He's saying something and we need to talk about it. As a family, we'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We have to talk about Alec Baldwin. I know, I know it's not your favorite, but like he's always saying things that give us an opportunity to, well, just remind ourselves how we choose not to be in the world. Um, But today, uh, Mike, I don't know um, if you've followed. We used to talk about Alec Baldwin on the regular because, well, of course, he's been in the news for like a number of reasons. Right. But. Him and his wife, Hilaria, like to talk on social media. And today I wanted to talk about Alec because he had a birthday gift wish uh, that he asked his followers on social media to give his wife. Okay. And his wife, of course, Hilaria Baldwin. Hillary. Uh, remember, she didn't know how to say cucumber. I don't. Do you remember? Okay. No. Oh, this is good. So now I don't know what you're like level of Alec Baldwin, Hilaria Baldwin. Not much. So I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. Well, so Alec Baldwin likes to talk on social media. He likes to get in fights with people. Well, he's also been in headlines because of course he was at the center of, you know, a tragic shooting Mm -hmm. that led to the death of, uh, of Helena Hutchins on the set of the film that they were working on, which is a whole separate story. But when it comes to the way we used to talk about him on the show, Hilaria constantly is looking for attention on, Instagram specifically. And to that end, Alec Baldwin took to Instagram himself on Thursday to ask his followers for a birthday gift for Hilaria. Uh, He posted a video asking his followers to follow Hillary, a.k.a. Hilaria, to get her to a million followers on Instagram. Here's what he said. I would like to ask you as a birthday gift or even just gesture to my wife. Would you follow her on Instagram? I mean, how like can't she just buy Instagram followers like every other (laughs) D-list person on Instagram? I mean, seriously, that's the right way it works. Come on now. 
Um, I, I wanted to just look and see because apparently he did this because she was super close to a million. Yeah, she's at like 996,000 gotcha. followers. At the same time, I kind of just, you know, I feel like we could probably just follow her just for, you know, give her the thing and then unfollow her. Yeah. Right. Because and I you don't also want her to actually like show up in her feed. If I was following her and I saw that message that he posted out, I would probably go and then unfollow her just out of spite. I know. Well, I feel like, like no, no, that's, no, we're not going to get her there. Well, I feel like a lot of people, <laughs> whenever I see Alec Baldwin doing stuff like this, but at least at the very least, I don't know why I'm suddenly being like gracious to Alec Baldwin and Hilar, uh, Hilaria Baldwin, because for so long we've talked about how miserable they can be on social media. Why are we encouraging this? But I mean, she really is close. 996,000 followers is not that far away. Do you know Hilaria Baldwin at all? Not well, no. Okay, so you don't know the, like, how do you say cucumber experience? No, uh, I did pull it up, though, because I wanted to uh, get to know it. So we do have the audio in 12 seconds if you want to listen to it. Sure, let's listen. Okay, let's listen to it. Very few ingredients. We have tomatoes. We have, um, how do you say Cucumber. Cucumbers. We have um, red pepper. Mike, she is a native English speaker. Got it. Uh, she speaks English fluently. Okay. And that is her first language. Okay. And she was like roundly criticized by the world when, uh, it was revealed that she was speaking with this like forced accent. And then she sort of has like reverse shamed the world for calling her out for that behavior by saying like, we shouldn't interfere with people's form, you know, their own forms of expression. Okay. And um, so she's always kind of been on our list because she's just one of those very precious people who uses Instagram to sort of create an image for herself. Not that we all don't do that yeah, on some yeah. level. So. Well, hearing that story, now I definitely don't want to follow her. Do you? Well, okay, so good. All right. So uh, we've achieved our goal exactly. in preventing people from following. <laughs> God, you're terrible. You guys are horrible. No, it's just... Don't encourage this behavior. Also, what's going to happen at a million followers that hasn't already happened at 990? Do you unlock some special gift at Instagram? Actually, I hope you do. It'd be kind of fun to find out. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so that was that was the reason I thought we needed to do a check-in on Hilaria Baldwin. Other than that, I kind of, uh, I kind of rather am, am done with these two. <sighs> okay, so here's what I'm going to do. We're going to turn away from Hilaria Baldwin. Okay. I don't want to talk about them anymore. Sounds good. What I do want to tell you, though, is that in the next hour, we're actually going to talk to our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes nice. about his top five movies of the year. Love it. Are there any movies mm-hmm. that you would put on? Did you see any movies this year? Oh, yeah. We're, we're big movie goers. Like so going to the oh, movies? Yes, we do like to go to the movies. Yeah. Oh, interesting. We're okay. one of those people. <laughs> no, that's good to know, actually. I used to be that yeah. person. And then the pandemic. I know. Yeah. And then I have just, I've only gotten my fanny out to a theater uh, like on a couple of occasions. Luckily, if you don't go on opening night, you don't usually have to encounter many people because that's not, it's been pretty quiet. But uh, uh, Well, I would imagine, what's what would you put on your top five list? Um, number one, that sticks out? For, yeah, number one for me, uh, it would actually be The Woman King. I absolutely oh, loved yes. The Woman King. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was, it was one of those that, as you started hearing more about it, then my anticipation grew for a little bit. But prior to that, I was like, oh, we'll, we'll see what it is. It looks like a good trailer. Then you go to it, and it blew me away. It had a very, like, empowering, 
it was like a powering female, but like gladiator vibe to it. It had just those epic vibes to it that you get from like a gladiator in that in that form. It was amazing. Well, Love and I've King. I've heard nothing but great yeah. things, and I think it did really well at the box office for what it was expected mm-hmm. to do. Right? Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so the Woman King. Yep. What else was on your list uh, this year? I mean, I know it was the the big one that everyone talked about, but it really blew my again. Talk about expectations. It blew mine out of the water. Was uh, uh, Top Gun Maverick. I mean, it was really, really, really good. Right. Um, I, they they did such a great job of paying homage to the old one. It, it from the very had gig- you been a fan of the original? I was until yeah. I rewatched it and realized there was a lot of nostalgia around that movie. We had never really seen fighter jets in those situations before on the big screen that I'm aware of. Yeah. And like at that time, it was like, oh, this is really amazing. I watched it with Sarah. So uh, my fiance, she's a bit uh, like nine years younger than me. So she had never seen it at all. And oh, wow. we watched it. Nine t- years younger. Yeah. We watched yeah, so she- it together. And she was like, wow, I'm kind of falling asleep. Because some of those fighter, like in the, the fighter jet scenes <laughs> in the sky, it gets a little boring in the original Top Gun. Yeah. Like you're half of the movie, you're looking at the little digital readout uh, of where planes are, and it's just like, this isn't really that great. Um, yeah, but at the time, it was It know, was. It blew intense. us away at the time. So then you watch the new one, and it had that little bit of a little nod to it from the opening credits on with the uh, Danger Zone playing and just the way they even did the opening, like Jerry Bruckheimer th- you know, th- font and everything yeah. it was just the whole time it was like wow we're transferred back to mid 80s and this is such a cool movie and then they went ahead and made an amazing movie after that too so that was the one that i felt like every time it got delayed i was more worried that it was like okay there's no, not gonna happen it yeah. felt like every time they delayed it they went back to the drawing board and said okay we're gonna edit this out and we're gonna edit this out everything about that movie i believe was paced perfectly and i just i love that one as well so those those two would be my two big ones. Wakanda Forever was was great here recently as well, but uh, those were the the two big ones. So you're usually going out to the sort of like, uh, you know, big budget blockbuster movies, yeah, which is I kind mean, of what the theater serves well. Exactly, right? like it serves well to to go to the theater to see those kinds of movies. But we mix it up. We went to the menu uh, last a couple months ago as What's well. The That's menu? the menu is the one. It is um, Ray Fiennes plays a uh, chef on a very exclusive private island restaurant oh, excursion. This was and, this was. And then, like, some weird stuff happens. Some very weird stuff happens, yes. But they, yeah, it was, that was a very, very fun movie as well. Very dark, and, but they did it in a comedic, sometimes a comedic way. And uh, that was a very, very, John Leguizamo was in it. I'm trying to think of everybody else. I mean, there was a ton of big names in that movie, and that one was super fun as well. And uh, and, uh, Anna Taylor-Joy from... the Queen's Gambit. Yes, The Queen's Gambit, yep. which was a great show. Okay, so, God, you really we, did go out to the theaters oh, this year. Done a lot. Do so, you guys go, like, on a semi-regular basis? or like, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. If it's, like, a Tuesday, and the cheap Tuesday nights a lot of times, and we'll see things multiple times, too. I think we we, we did Maverick really? three times. Did you really? But the thing is, you don't, those are, we normally, and the menu would maybe be an exception to this, and, you know, we've seen some other ones, but, like, we'd like to really hit the blockbustery movies in the theater and then experience it a couple of times. What kind of forever we've done twice already uh black panther and is she as much on board as you are are you like dragging her along no she's very very much on board so it's one of the things we really really share yeah we we both are nerds when it comes to marvel as well so it's just uh, i was never a comic book marvel nerd but i got into it later on in life with iron man and just learning all of the ways they all tie together and and you don't feel like i just feel overwhelmed by all those movies like keeping track i guess if you're in it to win it like you're 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 keeping up with all of that so and i totally agree with you because i 
feel that same way about other you know, genres and other types of things. The X-Men I felt that way about when they were getting really popular because I had never seen the previous. Yep. But literally, if you just start at like Iron Man or The Incredible Hulk and work your way through, if you dive all in on it and you're watching all the side series as well on Disney Plus and stuff, you'll... Are you? I Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of waiting with bated breath. I mentioned uh, when we were talking about what we're watching, we also just started watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for the first time again. Uh, we haven't gone through the entire series, so we just picked that up because sounds like some of that might tie into uh, Avengers Secret Wars that's coming out soon on Disney+. Plus. So there's a lot of... Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I love this. I, yeah. I, like, you're making me excited to want to watch these sure. movies for movies that I don't normally... I wouldn't really be interested in seeing, but that's good. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because... When we come back, Ooh. someone who's equally excited to talk yes. about movies on a regular basis, who just walked in the door, is going to be uh, joining us early today. We're going to have him for two whole segments. Uh, his name is Paul McGuire Grimes, and he's going to tell us it. what was on his top five list of movies for 2022. God, we're already done with it's 2023, y'all. I'm ready. Unreal. We'll be right back here on My Talk 1071 with Paul McGuire Grimes.